Hello and welcome to episode 163 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, James. Hello. And Brody. Hello. James, how many playthroughs of Resident Evil are you on to now, sir? Um, I've just finished my 10th, maybe. Your 10th? Ouch. <laughs> yep. But that's are you, it are you now. done now? That's Okay, all right. Yeah, so like, you won't hear from me again if you're following me on Twitter and you're over overhearing about the game. I am done for a, a yeah. little bit. So what, is, what does done mean then? What um, have you accomplished? I've unlocked everything. Like, absolutely wow, okay. everything. Like, there's so two... Have you, have you platinumed it? Like, is that... Is yeah, that but there's more to do after you do that. So, okay. there's stuff that I think they realised was too difficult to make an achievement, maybe. So, they were like, right. we'll include it, but like, we're not going to make you get it for an achievement. Okay, so you've you've already got the platinum, and there was still stuff to do, and you went and did that. Yeah, I did. Damn, um, you're crazy. You have, to, like, you have to finish it in two and a half hours, under less, like, less than three saves, um, yeah. and not using any of the unlockable special weapons. So, it's pretty wow. tough. Um, on the hardest difficulty, but I made it. Damn, it was some moments. I haven't even started the game yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Stephen. The other, like last night, Stephen was like, "Oh, I might just like, can you stream like just so I can see what a speed run looks like?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Well, and like, I was going to ask about that because I saw a notification pop up saying that you you were streaming, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that." <laughs> so then I did it, and um. I I played up to the part that he was up to. Uh-huh. Um, he was he's been playing for like six to eight hours, and he's like, "You've just done everything I've done in like twenty five minutes." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, yeah." He's like, "Well, I'm gonna go now because I don't want to be spoiled." But like, but like, you've, I, I said to him, "Like, I've played the game ten times." Like, you yeah, know, yeah, you know, well, back to like, front. Like, that's how that's how you get to that point. Like, it's not like you're. I didn't do. I was like you on the first run, so. Mm. It's just so well designed. That's why I feel it's just really well designed. Like, there's just yeah, it's just so fun to like speed run them. There's Clearly, just... people are still like, really enjoying it. I still people see like on my Twitter feed all the time talking about it, and I think it's a sign of a of a good game. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nuts. Like, power. there's a little website that like tracks all your just everyone's decisions or like everyone's stats and stuff. Yeah, I heard and about it this. Gives you all this useless information, like how many kilos of bullets the community has shot totally. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, how many people the crocodile's eaten or something. Um, yeah. But, like, I think the, the total player pool at the moment is almost 5 mil. That's, is that's awesome. pretty encouraging. Um, yeah. And that's obviously people who opt in. Like, some people won't even be opting into that service. So Yeah. yeah. Or exciting. playing without an internet connection. <laughs> I'm glad. It's done better than 7, apparently, which is nice. Yeah. That's fair. I, I saw a good, uh, like, video today on Twitter of, I think it must be on the PC version, like, when Mr. X comes... Someone's modded yes. it in, said like that. Um, X gonna give it to your song, like plays. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's, it's so, I saw so that too. Like you can hilarious. hear it, you can hear it coming in the background, and then he just bursts through the door, and it's like so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think like if it yeah. was, it's a mod, right? That I don't know if it's uh, yeah. an edit, right? I would definitely oh, yeah. play through that. That would just kind of like light it up a little bit. Maybe yeah, it I mean, it would help me from being terrified because like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's just pants. that fear that's keeping me from playing it. Partly. Yeah, I thought you were a bit mm. of a horror fan. Are you not, Brody? I yeah, I am like I love like a lot of I'm probably not as much as James but like you know like uh, I generally like them like I liked Seven and like I liked Dead Space a lot like I played a mm. lot of Dead Space. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I'm still human. I get scared. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair enough. Yeah. I just think the fact uh, that so we're getting you... so many memes shows just yeah. how successful it is. Yeah. 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 For sure. That's yeah. That's what I was referring to before. So what are you going to play to now? Do you think, James? I don't know. 
I don't really. I like. I got home. Today. You're not tempted by Kingdom Hearts or something. Oh, I do have that. Like I've got it sitting on my Xbox. I've installed it and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, okay. like, I've just got a feeling that something might turn up to review this coming week, and I just want to play Kingdom Hearts properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I might just like yeah. sit in my bed and stare at the wall until something happens. Because I just don't know what to do with my life now that I've just finished Resident Evil 2. <laughs> um, uh, well, like I tweeted today, you're always welcome in the Fortnite squad if you uh, feel so inclined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, you could be playing uh, this exciting new game that Brody went and uh, went to Los Angeles to play. Um, it was very secretive. Uh, Brody, what was it you uh, went to play? So the cat's a little bit out of the bag because uh, a lot of people have been talking about it on Twitter mm. already. I think mm. it's been classified and there was rumors kicking around about it anyway. But yeah, so I went to uh, Los Angeles uh, to see what Respawn has been working on. And like like everyone else, when you would hear that, you would think, oh, maybe Titanfall 3. No, yeah. not, not quite. It's um, uh, a free-to-play battle royale set uh, in the Titanfall universe called uh, Apex Legends. Right. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's had, like, we, I assume it will, by the time we, we're holding this this podcast back, we're pre-recording this podcast a little bit. Um, so, yeah. it, it should have, ought to have been officially announced by now. If not, we've got a problem. Um, but as we're talking about it, like, all the rumors and stuff is circulating. Um, but, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be a bit of a weird sort of time, misplaced time sort of thing. But... Walk mm. us through the game and your sort of experience of it. Like, how does it sort of play out? How is it different to other battle royales? What does kind of moment-to-moment gameplay look like? Yeah, so um, I'm not obviously as well-versed with uh, battle royals as perhaps yourself or any of the other guys on the uh, the team. But, um, mm. like, I've played a little bit of Fortnite with you guys and I've played yeah. some Blackout and I even played some of like the Darwin project, which was not necessarily as big in terms of being a battle royale, but it was the same sort of principle. Yeah. Um, so basically, I would say out of all of those, uh, Apex Legends is obviously closest to probably Call of Duty. Okay. Um, given Respawn's pedigree, you know, they they worked on yeah. the, the Call of Duty games historically and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, uh, it's, it's hard to explain. Like, I'll just sort of rifle through like key points that I think help it sort of stand out. Like, um, so there's, despite being a Titanfall game, quote unquote, there are no Titans whatsoever. Okay. Uh, there's no Titans, mm. there's no wall running, there's none of the verticality that sort of you would expect from a Titanfall game. Um, I was surprised by this at first, but once they sort of told me the reasons behind it, I sort of understood. Um, reasons being they wanted, because Battle Royales are so, uh, strategy-based and rely so much on anticipating player movement. Mm. Uh, when you add raw wall running to that, like it sort of removes the ability to get the drop on people because it just yeah. sort of becomes erratic and unpredictable. Yeah, so I okay. sort of, I, I understand that. But um, it's also, the characters have a lot of personality in this game. Like I, I would say in terms of its characters, it's closest to maybe Overwatch. Mm. Um, and in that regard, uh, all the players also have like special abilities. Okay. That, that are very, so there's like, like different sort of class. There's like a different sort of class system. Is that? Yeah, yeah somewhat. Um, so you pick from uh, one of the eight legends they have at launch, uh, okay. and like the game sort of relies because it's 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 strictly like three man squads mm-hmm. with a total player pool of sixty players. So there's twenty okay. teams of three. three. Man. Interesting. Yeah. 
Um, and the game like relies a whole lot on like you know team synergy and sort of like complementing each other's uh, like special abilities like with your own sort of thing. So there are you know support characters. There's like offensive characters. There's like there's this one character named Wraith, for example, who um she like her story is that she's been experimented on uh, a lot like from a young age, and she sort of has mastered the ability to phase shift, and like she can open up voids that open up like. A, uh, a tunnel through space-time, so you can, like, create a short-lived portal that lasts for about a minute. Wow. And I was, ta- I was talking to one of the uh, the developers, obviously, for my interview, and he explained to me, like, there was, like, one moment where he, like, sort of, that sort of power, like, clicked for him. Mm. And he was sort of up on a watchtower, and there was, like, a team. It was, like, looking down into a valley in a house, and there was, like, a team of three, and he thought, oh, I've got a sniper, but I've also got a shotgun. If only I could be in two places at once. So he thought, uh, oh, that's what the portal's for. And so he yeah. dropped the portal down under their building, sort of shot at them a few times to lure them out, and then went back in, pulled his sniper out, and he was like his own man. He was like a one-man squad. So Wow. Yeah, it's like it's like really cool. The game sort of relies on those moment-to-moment sort of things because uh, the map is a bit smaller than, you know, your Call of Duties and your, um, okay. and your Fortnites. I suppose there's but less players. There are less players. Yeah. And, um, but, like, the map also lends itself like really well to you know mastering like these little it's almost like self-contained like arenas like you become familiar with all these very particular sort of parts of the map and Mm. know how to work them to your advantage yeah um yeah i mean like it's it's sort of hard to explain like i uh you you probably know i've I've never had real a lot of luck with uh battle royales but Mm. given given you've got you know 20 teams uh three players each You've always got like a five percent chance to win, and okay. I feel like that's that's better odds compared to yeah. a lot of other <laughs> battle royales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like it's still good. Like and like I've never won a battle royale in my life except for when yeah. I got carried in PUBG, and I managed to win like two games when we were like playtesting this the other day. So right. like, I find it very easy to log into a game when I have like a belief that I can win. Okay. So, so that's like one thing that's sort of going to keep me coming back. Yeah, but, so I was um, going to ask you. Do you think can you see yourself playing this despite not being a battle royale fan? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I I had a lot of fun with it. Right. Um, um, and like, what was I going to say? This is what got me very excited. Yeah, and like, so, and a couple of the things, just not to harp on this for too long, but uh, like, a couple of the things that it does differently from other games that sort of got me really interested was um, like, I always get really anxious about the drop, like, where are we dropping, sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. this game, like, this has it's got like a jump master system where like one person is put in charge of the jump. Right and then, and like you all jump together. That's so like cool. One, one person pilots like the three down, and if, yeah. if you want, you can break off from it and drop solo and stuff. But I like sort of being able to perhaps like attach myself to someone who knows what they're doing, sort of yeah, as a that's, learning curve type thing. That all sounds very like in tune with kind of what people are asking from other battle royales yeah. at the moment. Yeah, and the other thing it does cool is that uh, like if you were to say like die you generally you're like oh well that's over i'll spectate but um in this game uh off your corpse for a probably i think it's like a minute or so or maybe two minutes uh like your teammates can collect a banner card from your body which yeah. they can then use as at a revive beacon like throughout the map and like call you back into the fight whoa yeah so like they can respawn you um, so like yeah i mean you can theoretically go from like like there's one point in my uh there's like a hands-on preview thing that I wrote where I talked about there was one time where I, um, me and my team were like getting just like cut down by a couple people 
Uh-huh. And like one of them got dropped and I thought, oh, well, that's done. And I just started legging it. <laughs> and then like sort of I hid behind a building and I looked back and I saw like my other teammate, like one of them was already dead. His banner card was out. Uh-huh. And like um, the other guy was downed and like the the bad guy was like stalking him. So I thought, ooh, I could be the hero here. And I just like ran up behind him, shot him in the back, picked one guy up, got his the other guy's banner card and then like called him back in. And then we like hit the road as like a trio again. Damn. So like we went from very much like almost being like one left to like yeah. still having three and sort of like pulling it back. So it's just, yeah, it's a game of moments. And a lot of those moments tend to be pretty memorable, which is not yeah. something I can say for most games in this genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's cool because like I, it's the reason I love Fortnite so much is kind of these kind of stories of like bravery and heroism sort of like emerge from it somewhat naturally. I guess that's really cool. Um, James, mm. are you much of a Titanfall fan at all? I can't remember if you'd played the other two. Uh, yeah, I played both. I really liked Titanfall two. Um, I didn't really rave about uh, it because I don't know. I just didn't. Um, but the campaign yeah. was really good. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Multiplayer was really good, How... but it, it was one of those games where, like, I just always would get in. Everything was just happening. <laughs> you die. Yeah. And yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Titanfall 2 was really good, but really fast-paced. Um, and yeah. then mm. I was just never, like, invested enough to be to get better at it. And, like, mm. I'd finally get a Titan, and it would just blow up. <laughs> like, And then I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's, I just wasn't lucky, but... Um, the f- I guess the first thought with this is is like, um, it's Titanfall without anything that kind of made Titanfall interesting to me. Yeah, um, yeah. But then like, like Brody said, I guess having like that higher odds of winning is also quite enticing too. So maybe that's the difference. Mm. Um, for mm. me, um, it's as- yeah, it's interesting that they've decided to kind of keep it within the Titanfall universe. They've obviously it, it, felt that it had enough tr- of a kind of. Yeah, I mean, I see it sort of like the Cloverfield movies. Like, there's a little bit of connective tissue, but for the most part, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, it feels like it could have been its own thing. But Uh I can't even say that they've, like, made it Titanfall just because it's safer, because there's nothing about Titanfall in the title. So, like, you sort of have to, you know, look into it a bit to know that it is Titanfall, I guess. Right, okay. Just so is it, it, is, what what is the messaging about? Is it just ape? Is it just called Apex Legends? And what's it? Yeah, it's just okay. Apex Legends. It's set thirty years after Titanfall two. It's okay. uh, it's set like far away from the frontier, like uh-huh. uh, and the war's finished, so that's why there's no Titans and stuff. Right. Um. Yeah. Like interesting. It's a triple A uh, free to play battle royale, but mm-hmm. it's that they they were they were careful to stress that it's not a sequel to titanfall 2 it's it's just you know same universe yeah okay that plays yeah. into it yeah well wow. like i've always said the premise of a battle royale has always been like super appealing to me but there's just never mm. been a game that's really grabbed me um yeah but do you reckon you'll give this one a go james i mean it's free <laughs> so <laughs> you'd be silly not? not to right maybe that's, that's the problem yeah. maybe that's their strategy the um, prices, right? Yeah. yeah, like, I think that's also super important for games like this, where you want everybody to kind of mm. play it. Um, it will definitely it really worked well for Fortnite. I feel least. like if Call of Duty can do as well as it did at, like, you know, full price, in terms of yeah, uh, fragmenting the uh, the free-to-play, uh, not free-to-play, the uh, Battle Royale market a little bit, then I have to imagine mm. that Apex uh, Legends at least stands a chance, because... With the uh, the rumors that have circulated, you know, I feel like there's been a fairly positive uh, reaction to it from people. Yeah. That have sort of gauged what it is. So. Yeah. You know, I, I hope it does well. 
Yeah, I'm massively excited for it. It sounds right up my street. Like, I'm a massive Titanfall fan, and as you guys know, like, a massive Battle Royale fan. So, it's, like, very mm. much playing it to, to my interest. So, can't yeah, wait to I... get my hands on it, which I... Do we know when it's when it's launching? I'm so, like, kind of... Yeah, so the embargo for it, uh, uh-huh. technically, is Tuesday morning for us. At okay. Like, it's, like, 7.20 in the morning, like, Eastern, Eastern time. Right, okay. And uh, that embargo is in line with everything, like the announcement and the release. So it releases that morning. Right, wow. Okay, so as yeah, you're so listening to this, it will be ready to, to yeah, play. Yeah, so they're, they're just, you know, they're just dropping it straight out there. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. crazy, because then I had a lot of questions about, like, when I spoke to the guy, I was like, are you worried about, you know, like, Anthem coming out this month at all? <laughs> yeah. And like, but, yeah, they weren't too concerned. They picked their own date, apparently. And I was right, like, okay. Yeah, ballsy. They're not very good at that. <laughs> I was, was, was going to yeah. say because apparently, apparently they picked the date for Titanfall 2 as well and yeah. they, that, that got sent that out that came tonight, out the same so. week as Battlefield 1 right is that which Battlefield uh, 1 Am yeah I, right? I think it did it was like no, two year really it was definitely like the, the same, same week. it was the same month or something and yeah. I just remember thinking yeah. I was I remember playing Titanfall 2 and thinking this is so good but it's so bloody annoying that it's going to be undershad- overshadowed by yeah. just everything else yeah, um, yeah. I felt the same uh, well, you mentioned Anthem there. Uh, Anthem's got its uh, live, uh, its open beta sort of running this weekend. I was playing a little bit just before we started recording. It's the first kind of time I've got to spend with Anthem. I was really enjoying it. Um, but Brody, you got into a bit of a healthy debate with uh, Stephen on Twitter regarding its launch. <laughs> what was uh, what was that all about? Well, so basically, I went out while I was in LA. I was sort of just thumbing through Twitter, and I saw a little bit of a brouhaha about, uh, you know... Uh, the I guess you'd call it what the release guide that uh-huh. EA put out to let people know what version of Anthem they had and what it would come with and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I, I guess people were just like you know piling on uh, EA just for something that I feel like is very common now. Mm. Like I, I I get the concerns and like people are sort of coming at it from the angle that you know like this fragmented launch is going to like splint like splinter the player base uh and like create like a unlevel playing field i guess in a Mm. in a single player game like you know with no competitive (laughs) element whatsoever so i just don't get that and i just feel like if it were anyone else there wouldn't be this uh sort of backlash i guess i I feel like ea have done a long a lot wrong you know and they deserve a lot of the flack that they do get but i just think this one is a bit of a you know, like a storm in a teacup, I guess. Did you see the graphic that he's talking about, James? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like the the. the I think it was what, four columns, five rows. Like, it's quite. I was. I, I think yeah. I was quite taken back when I saw it. Just like how much detail there was. I didn't realize there were so many different ways to play it. I didn't know, but for if, instance, if, like if you look at it, it's split it's, into two. It's not ambiguous at all. If it, no, it like, does make sense. Yeah. Because EA Access and Origin Access are different services as well. So. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a timeline, really. It's just maybe a bit of a complicated way of presenting a timeline. The whole first yeah. column doesn't need to be there. No, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like, mm. what do you, what do you, where do you come down on this kind of staggered release kind of system, James? Is it sort of here to stay? Are you okay with that? A hundred percent, it's here to stay. Um, whether or not I like it, I don't really. I think. Like I don't like, and I'm going to take a cheap shot at Stephen here because he's not here. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like so. It is obviously yeah. It's a bit like dodge, not dodge, but like I guess 
more and be morally ambiguous to give people who pay more the opportunity to play earlier. Like, fair enough, I get the concern there. Um, but then, like, I've done it so many times because, and I'm sure Stephen would if it was like a franchise he really liked. But obviously, uh-huh. um, Stephen likes strange franchises, so that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I I think it is definitely because um, publishers, I, I assume publishers make a lot more money this way because they um they also get a lot more people buy out of the kind of oh my god everyone's playing this game early like why aren't I and then people will buy the early access version. Um, mm-hmm. I know EA would have had great success with it with FIFA, um, even yeah, like sure. smaller titles like um I think it was what was it? like Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I think Square Enix have said that you know they made they sold a lot more copies like mm. of the Croft Edition than 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 they expected because you got to pick it up earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And that costs them nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, the thing that I also hate about this discussion is that it's always like people saying, "Oh, you're you're paying more to get the the earlier edition," but like usually, for example, the Croft edition that was one hundred and forty five dollars. You're pay- really paying forty five dollars for the season pass, and then an added bonus is you pick it up early. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like you're paying to have it earlier. It's just like something they throw in that costs yeah. them nothing that makes you feel like you're getting more for your money. A- and in the um, case of Tomb Raider, wasn't it just like two days early or something? Like it was, Tomb Raider was four days, wasn't it? Four, okay, four days. All right. Two days. Well, I, I thought one, it was like a matter like a of days and not weeks. I think it was definitely days, yeah. I think yeah. the problem like that EA has to worry, like Battlefield Five was the worst one I've ever seen like in my life. Um, it can. I don't know if you guys realize, but when you bought the console, um, yeah. you could play that. It was almost a week, or maybe even two weeks before. Like it was, it was like cooked. Like there was yeah. no. I just and there was like literally like four different SKUs after that that each gave you staggered access. So and for a game like Battlefield Five, it kind of just diluted the the hype. Like instead of having yeah. two days, they had four to five different launch days, and that yeah. was just mm. crazy. And I suppose, um, I don't know, I don't know where I come down to that, because, like, uh, with a P- with something that's strictly kind of competitive, I guess, like PvP, yeah. um, there are people are getting that head start and sort of, you know, are going to have, like, more weapons and stuff unlocks their name at the get-go when people kind of jump in. Yeah, um, in that instance, I see the point. I, I see the concern there. Yeah. But I don't think that's true for Anthem. No, yeah, because it is. I think with Anthem, PvE. it's a little bit more... Um, What's the word? I was going to say pernicious, but that's like, that's like a, such an overreaction. <laughs> no, no. Like, I don't know, it's sinister. <laughs> because this is a game where, like, if you, if, you, if you don't jump on the same time as your mates, like, you might get left behind a little bit. Like, if you guys are playing that's the true. same missions together or something. So, you're probably going to be like, oh, no, I'll buy now. It's so just got to take one friend so I can to put start the pressure with my, on to get with that. With my mates or something. Or that could yeah. backfire, I guess, and we could all just wait and play the standard version. Mm. Um, mm. Like... That's maybe something. Um, I mean, it seems it seems very much to be sort of like directing focus towards their subscription service, right? Which I think is definitely sort of the way that the industry is moving. Do you mean like yeah, um, access or Origin well, yeah, because like you you get the the early access to the full game Feb fifteenth if you're an Origin Access Premiere member, um, and that's I think it's only on PC that I'm trying to interpret. Yeah, it. yeah, it is. So like. Yeah, I, I feel like that that's their sort of focus here is to try and get people onto that origin access. Um you get again it's like origin access and EA access that give you that play first trial. Um so you if you're pre ordering the game, you're only sort of getting the full game on its launch day. It's only if you're 
one of those paying subscribing members. So that that seems to be their focus and I don't know. It doesn't really bother me all that much. Like I think this is just kind of like how it all kind of works, right? They're a business and they're trying to make money and it's that money that kind of keeps games being made. So I don't really take too much issue with it when it's especially when it's kind of a game like this. I get with the, something that's PvP, as we we're saying, that it's more problematic because it's taking away from people's day one experience when the game launches. But I don't see this doing that. So I don't know. I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes sense. I I just don't. I just don't have an opinion with this stuff. I just think if you want to pay early, if not, just wait. Yeah. Like who yeah. cares? Like yeah, he's even right I know. as well. It's hard. It's hard to say. Um, I'm sure like, it's an issue. We'll I don't keep like to be like within the future you know, anyway. a publisher or like corporate apologist, but like uh-huh. I just think they can do whatever they want. It's their product. Like they're not hurting anybody. Yeah, but like and, I don't know, and they they, they clearly have great success with it. So yeah, it's literally. Yeah, I don't know that like people say, well, every publisher has been doing it. it. Doesn't make it okay, but like it literally is just how the business is now. Like yeah. Like, what? I don't know. Yeah. Well, to change tact uh, completely, uh, we were talking about Battle Royals already, and we're going to do it a bit more again, um, but with a sort of different skew, because uh, if uh, you've been paying, like, if, you've, if you're sort of in the Fortnite circles over the last couple of weeks, you might have seen, oh, the last couple of days, I should say, uh, Marshmallow played a live show in Fortnite. Like, um, I don't know if you guys saw, like, in the video at all, but I jumped on to, like, the encore performance uh, just this evening, actually, um, and watched it. And it was really cool. Like, it was this kind of special mode that you load into. It pretty much, like, Fortnite as a game almost kind of, like, shut down for 10, 20 minutes uh, to sort of facilitate this. Um, And you kind of drop in at the map, like, in this particular area, and there's a stage assembled there. Um, And then, like, a few seconds out from the show starting, like, all the fighting stops and... Uh, you can't interact with your weapons or the building or whatever, and you sit there and you watch Marshmallow like perform this five-minute live show, and they do like a bunch of really cool sort of stuff, like graphically and whatnot. Uh, Brody, as someone I know that's into sort of music and and live music, do you think this is the way of the future for for music? Kind of like this hand-in-hand relationship with video games. What's a marshmallow? What's, you don't know Marshmallow? He's like this. No. He's like the uh, electronic musician with the marshmallow head with like the funny eyes and face on it no can't say i've heard of him but uh or her i don't know what some, i'll guess um try and jog your memory with some of the songs oh please if you've if you've got something you know a little bit uh i'm pulling them up because i can't remember um, the names i'm not as for i don't i don't think this will be the future of live music i mean i can probably see like some other artists you know like doing similar sort of things because of how you know prominent fortnite is but I can't, I can't uh-huh. say, I can't imagine it'll become, like, mainstream, just because it's not necessarily practical. I mean, like, he yeah. performed for, like, what, five minutes, so I can't see, like, larger things taking place, perhaps, like, little snippet things like this, but, yeah, yeah. I can't see it becoming, like, replacing actually going to a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you reckon, James? Um, I'm always interested in, like, so... When you go to, like, a show, like, how much it costs and how much they make and all that kind of stuff, like, after mm. you take away rentals and stuff. And I'm just thinking, like, this would probably be cheaper than, like, throwing a gig, like, at a venue for some oh, artists. Yeah, um, yeah then, I don't like, know. I mean, like, it was there was a lot of animation involved, like, with it. I reckon it would have taken a fair amount of 
of ours. Yeah, but that, that, get that's, that's, oh, that's yeah, not money like, out of like, like, that's <laughs> not money out of his pocket though. Yeah, I wonder how the financials will play yeah. out. I, re- I wonder if it was him receiving all the money. Yeah, I don't know. To... But then part of me thinks, like, it's also, like, n- it's never going to replace being at, a like, a gig. No. Um, yeah. Uh, so, like, I mean, it's a cool idea, and I think it's... I don't know. Yeah. I wish I was That's... there just to see what it was like. I, I encourage <laughs> like... you... Yeah, I encourage you to, like, watch some videos because no, it, it's quite interesting, even if you just sort of, like, skim through it. I them. didn't even know about um, it, yeah. Oh, right, okay. All right. To be fair, you've been, like, fighting the jet I've been, lag I've been from being in LA. For, like, that's, 16 that's... hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's forgivable. Um, but uh, it's quite it's quite special what they do, and I saw, like, a really cool video that I, I shared on Twitter, if you want to go and see it, of, like, um, three kids kind of all gathered around their computer screen watching it and dancing around. Um, and I, saw, I go to a lot of live shows, um, and I really enjoy live music, and I still kind of, like, got some of the enjoyment out of watching this on my computer screen. Um, obviously, it's not the same. It's not comparable. Like, if I had the option, I'd absolutely go and see it in the flesh. Um, but watching these kids, like, play it and dancing around and stuff, I thought this is a really kind of great way for kids, you know, like, people of a young age or, or you know, maybe they're sort of, like, anxious about being in large crowds or whatever to sort of experience live music, in a sense, um, in a very sort of, like, safe, accessible way. Uh, and maybe that kind of persuades them to think, oh, maybe I could go and see an actual show. And I think that's got some really positive ramifications for the live music industry. I'd love to imagine um, Fortnite becoming like a platform of its own, like and like hosting like you know like movie nights where like players like as their characters like sit down and like watch movies together and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's like people talk about how social not just Fortnite, but like games are right. Like people play Anthem or the division or destiny or Fortnite or whatever to like spend time together and, mm. and do things other than playing the game. Um, it was interesting actually that you bring that up because like when I was watching it, my, I was me and my brother had joined a session together and we even like stood next to each other, like oh, really? <laughs> the game. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause like we would, my brother and I go to gigs together and obviously we, <laughs> we stand next to each other and we felt to do the same thing in the game even though like i'd love it if they like like, adjacent uh, rooms doing it they did like a thing like how if you attended the concert you get like a shirt for your avatar in game or something to sort of show show you were there or something that'd be cool yeah you got like uh, like a dance move and stuff yeah they do yeah they did have like things like that um yeah i can get uh, yeah i I, I can get behind that that's cool yeah, I think it was a, a neat thing. I'd go um, see... Spot, uh, Marshmallow, by the way, the 10th most streamed artist on Spotify. Yeah. His number I one mean, song's Happier. Uh, uh, hmm. I wonder if it's just... He's done some stuff I, I, with I um, the song I'm thinking Ninja of. and just, Logic. This is one of... Just, uh, he's done a song with Logic, I think. From, I know a song that has like Happier in the chorus, so I wonder if it's that one. Might be. It's very sort of like oh, it's got like music. Yeah, I know it, that it vibes well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it vibes well with Fortnite, it's for sure. Hmm. Anyhow, I think it's time for what the wiki. Uh, what the wiki is the Starcast game show where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Thanks to the official what the wiki. What the wiki keeper of the score at Jimmy Penning over on Twitter. We have a recap from last week where a new rule was introduced for the season, uh, in which the winner of the last episode. Um, is the person to host the next one. So since Brody won the last episode, no. it was... Sorry. Since Brody won the first episode, yeah. it was his turn to host it last week between me and James. I struggled. I was abysmal. This is why I typically read the games and let you guys guess. Uh, so James burst through, leaving nothing behind to take home the point. So you guys are both on a point each. 
Okay. I'm so, so you know out of it at the moment. You are a very very good chance maybe, to take a point this week. Maybe I've will, got the will, opportunity. Will this be your first point? Uh, I think I've got one point in a previous season before, but it'd be my first point this season, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Obviously. <laughs> debatable. Uh, James, have you got some games for us? I have. I've actually got four because Jamie has provided one, but I just don't think either of you will Ooh. get it. <laughs> right, okay. He's so um, obscure. I was about to say, I'm, I'm worried that yeah, yours are going to yeah. be obscure, but Jamie's are especially obscure. No, I've tried to be fair. You you and Jamie were on a wavelength, so... uh, I've considered my audience, but I would get this if he gave it to me, but I Yeah, of course. I don't know. Is is Jamie's uh, Sticks Master of Shadows? No, unfortunately (laughs) not. Okay, Okay. are we ready? Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. The goal of the player in the game, common to all of the games in the series, is to defeat all of the enemies, sometimes by completing special objectives. Generally, the player can win by defeating all of the enemy's troops or by capturing the enemy's headquarters. In certain maps, there are special objectives, such as capturing or destroying certain key buildings, such as a black cannon, a new property found in this particular game. Mm. I feel like if you knew the game, that would be a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> the game is nearly identical to the previous games in terms of the core gameplay. The only additions were the overall content of the game. This was a poorly written entry, I should add. Many, this is, this many new maps were added for the versus mode and war room, although most of the new maps and commanding officers are not available for use at the start of the game and must be purchased from the in-game mm-hmm. shop after certain conditions are met. Right. right. Only one new unit... Unit is probably the big hint there. The Neo Tank was oh. added to the original set from the first oh, game. Giving out hints. Two new. <laughs> I feel like I have to. Two new terrain features were introduced: the missile silo and the pipeline, along with the breakable pipe seams. The missile silo can be fired by foot troops to deal area of effect damage, and pipelines act as impassable walls. Uh, That's all I wrote, but I'll quickly right. pull up the article just quickly. No, you don't have to. Is there like one final clue you can do give you have us? Any idea? I'm gonna just quickly pull the article up. So it's I'm a Nintendo s- franchise. A Nintendo yeah. franchise. I'm assuming it's Ugh. some sort of like, like RTSy sort of thing. Yeah, on, like I'm feeling the same. Uh, you say I was like you, thinking you, you, like maybe it was like a Rome Total War game or like an XCOM yeah. game, and then when you said Unit, I was oh, like, like Six. I was is like, uh. Unit Thirteen that obscure Vita game and RTS that I've not known about it? Or uh, hmm. I got nothing. I can't think of it. You got a clue the way, for us? The way you emphasize the Unit, um, that should Nintendo be in the title. Franchise. But I don't. Is it an RTS? It's a um, it's a series that. Oh, it's a it's it is an RTS. Okay. Um, it's it's on. <laughs> I don't know how much I can say. Well, who cares? I'm making the rules. Game. Boy, it's a Game Boy Advance game. Mm. A Game Boy Advance game. Which just yeah, I know it's not you guys' vibes. Uh, I mean, I had a Game Boy Advance. Wait, is is units as significant played, as you're making it sound? On it. That was it. Oh no, units was a hint to the genre, which has uh, been guessed. So, uh, right, I'll okay. just take a punt on a. RTS. Oh, I don't even know if it's an RTS, though. I don't know many RTSs. Uh, Brody. Uh, Advance yes, Wars. Yes, Brody. I don't know. Um, no, not Advance Wars. Hmm. But close. <laughs> I'm going to make up a game. <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing Legion of Heroes. What? 
I just no, made it up. I just felt that's... like it's a game I'd want. I want like an Animal Crossing RTS like game. Like Dota, but with Animal Crossing. Yeah, Dota, oh, right. but with Animal, yeah, animal Crossing. Uh, what, do we no. do? what do we do here? <laughs> All right, what was the game? Reveal it. So, um, Brady's very close, but it was Advance Wars 2, Black Hole uh, Rising. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Pretty good, Thank though. you, Jamie. Um, yeah. <laughs> well done. So, Jamie picked this one because Wargroove came out this week, which is obviously a game that has quite similar gameplay to Advance Wars. I was, I was um, trying to think of the news as well. I was like, what's out this week that would be, like, similar to Yeah. This? So, yeah. Um, I guess it's nice them. people are making an Advance Wars game because Nintendo won't. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless all right, well, hopefully I we can get like, some points with your other games. Here, he'd be, like, oh. dying listening to that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be listening in. So you're, you're, but the next would three... You, would you say Stephen uh, would pay to get Advance Wars early? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure he would. Um, but anyway, um, the next three are bespoke picks for Brody and Ewan <laughs> okay. from James. All right, so. cool. I love it. Tailor made. <laughs> okay, here we go. The game is an action-adventure game set in an open-world environment. (laughs) As the game is set in prehistoric times, traditional gunplay and vehicle gameplay has been removed. The player cannot purchase weapons and instead must craft them using materials scavenged in... Yes. Is it Far Cry Primal? It is. Yes! (laughs) Awesome. My brain is not working at the moment. I'm not going to get a point. (laughs) Come through, Brody. I don't think this is... I was like... I nearly nearly said... um, Bloody horizon for a second. Then I was like, no, not prehistoric times. But yeah. Yeah. So why, basically, so why... uh, Far Cry Primal came out five years ago this week. Really? Five years ago. Five years ago, really? Isn't that nuts? That's, yeah. That's five crazy. years ago that I gave it a six. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I should mention, actually, I played Far Cry New Dawn last a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know if this is the time. To I know. I just get, I meant to. Like, I meant to talk before. about like all the previews <laughs> I've been bloody doing as well. I oh, forget yeah. that oh, I've just yeah. gone and played like a bunch of games recently. <laughs> um, yeah, Far Cry New Dawn is great. Well. I'm really looking forward to that. More mm. than uh, Crackdown Three. So you can read my previews. You and one. <laughs> Brody, none. <laughs> Thank you. Points, points, okay. points. You're welcome. Okay. Yep. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> the game is an action-adventure <laughs> game set in an open-world <laughs> environment and played from a third-person oh, perspective. Favorite. Players control the main character, who can parkour-style climb vertical surfaces like high-rise buildings. The player earns new abilities as they progress through the story. That's the first paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Players may choose to act in either a good or evil way. Ex- examples include healing <laughs> civilians, doing drug busts, and stopping... S- oh, that's a bad sentence. Um, several times throughout the story, the character finds themselves in a scenario where they must make a choice. Player choices influence the outcomes in some later missions. Ugh. I know what it is. I mean, I know the franchise. I just don't know which one. I'm, fl- I'm flummoxed. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh. In combat, the character may use abilities to incapacitate foes or obliterate them with headshots. Choices manifest in a logo displayed on the HUD and feature a blue and red bird. As the karma level increases, uh, the character uh, can acquire new powers... Is it yep. Infamous Second Son? It is uh, Infamous yes. Second Son. I was thinking Infamous, but I, just, you know, I, I never played it, so... 
I Brody. I picked that it was an infamous game, but then I was like, oh, which one is it? I thought you were going to pull How a switch that, one uh, me and uh, like be first light or something. But yeah, How are then, either of these bespoke choices Brody. for Brody? I've never played either of them. <laughs> and, oh, I don't, okay, and I sorry. don't like either series. They're, James, you betrayed <laughs> me. These, these seem very tailor-made to my interest, the games, not going to lie. Nah, I just went through because of the games that turned five. All so right, like okay. infamous turned five. In first, uh, so. Second Son's five years old, really? Well, it came out as a launch title for the... I think I didn't. The pit. No, it came out a bit no, later. Close enough, though. Okay, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was around launch. Should we try the third one? Uh, just just for, for pride, maybe. This funsies, one, this why one, not? This one might be a bespoke See, choice for Brody. <laughs> no, it's not. I am... I, shut up, Brody. <laughs> I think I probably did skew more towards you because I know how she And I was like, humiliated we can... last week. Oh, last week. <laughs> um, okay. The game is an interactive drama and action-adventure game in which players control four different characters from a third-person perspective. Each playable character may die depending on the player's actions, which creates a branching storyline. In these cases, the player is faced with quick-time events. The game is divided into multiple scenes, each centering on one of the characters. Prior to the publisher's involvement, the game was pitched to another publisher who rejected it for its themes of child abuse. Oh, you and shit. At e- who guessed that oh, it was first? Who was that? Br- oh, no, I- I said, oh, shit, because I, I realised what it was. Oh, I didn't okay. say my so name. It's, it, it, it's clearly... It's uh, clearly... <laughs> is it Heavy Rain? Yeah. It is. Three for three. So I picked that because, you know, Heavy Rain's nine years old this month and Quantic Dream no longer are Sony. Yeah. 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 I never I never finished Heavy Rain. I don't think I've ever... No. Actually, I never finished Heavy Rain and then I never played Beyond Two Souls or... um, uh, What's it called? Detroit. I gotta play really Detroit. Good. Detroit does look really good. Yeah. Detroit's the Detroit's the best. Okay, yeah, it's the, it's the only one I finished out of all of them. Right. Okay. Beyond's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I was so disappointed by that because I was like, didn't they like about Alan Page and everything? Didn't they release like, another version of Beyond that was like in chronological uh, chronological order? <laughs> really? Like they've got like I think that no, I think they patched it so you oh, could do okay. that. Yeah. Right. right. That makes yeah. sense. But well, boys, you know what this means? We've got one point each. Damn. My new, my new rule spicy. is working. Yeah. It is. Well done, I Brody. personally don't like the new rule, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're back next week, James. You're back. I don't I, mm, I don't know, like, see. if we got Jamie's approval. I kind of, like, wanted to hear what he thought of it. I was going to go and If he didn't like it, what? I'm sure he would have What of the new rule? I mean, I it's clearly designed to, like, stifle <laughs> me, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I've always been one to rise to adversity, so... <laughs> See where come chats me in December and we'll see where we're at. Uh, and with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 163 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One, iTunes, or any other podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and the site at press.com.au. You can join the conversation using hashtag the Startcast. Um, as I guess, I won the uh, what the wiki round this week. Um, message me your suggestions if you've got any games you would like to try as uh, us to try and guess. Uh, we've been joined today by Brody. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on most socials at Brody underscore DG. Uh, look out for his previews. Um, I'm also going to have a preview of The Division up at the this point, if you're listening in as well. That's uh, another mm. one I've got out. Um, uh, thank you for joining us today as well, James. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm at, at Jams, so A-T-J-A-M-Z. Um, I promise I'm done tweeting about Resident <laughs> Evil 2. I'll find other things to tweet about now. J- James is just going to become a full-time Resi 2 streamer, though. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I should be. I had four people watching me. Wow. The other if I had known, I would invite. If I had known, you would have had five, mate. Don't yeah. worry about that. I, had I known, oh, uh, you'd have good. six. Would have been ballooning. Oh, you guys. I feel like you guys are blowing smoke. I genuinely would have watched. No, I genuinely. I would have liked to oh, okay. get some tips. Well, I want to really see would. the mastery. Maybe I'll do another stream. What I soon. what I would like to do, which is obviously hard logistically <laughs> with us being on the opposite side of the country, um, but I would like to have you just kind of like guide me through the whole game. We uh, I did this once before with Pokemon oh, yeah. Snap. I had so like I'm a, like, a pro like, yeah. Pokemon Snap guy just walk me through the entire game, and we we're just trying to like, speed like, run it. Basically, James can't see it, but he can just talk you through it, like. Yeah, off, off that, memory. that would be hilarious. Yeah, um, I, be I mean, I, probably, I want to try and speed I, I run the game could. with James. He could do like, it easy. Having never played it before, James just directing me. I reckon we could, uh, we could do it. I think that'd be a really funny. I um, idea. I like that. I basically did that for Steven. Yeah, <laughs> he lives in Adelaide. Yeah, so, um, like, I was Skype call and point you towards the, comp- the TV screen, and we'll be set. No, no, do a blind. I'm sure, I'm sure you would really enjoy this, James. Be very fun for you. I'll have to take, like, some blood thinners first. <laughs> I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye.